welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. This week we are talking about two shows, uh, Stranger Things Part 2, LOL, and I Love That For You, which is a show on Showtime, and it'll be a good time. But first, we've got news. And wow, am I excited about this because we've already talked about Mr. and Mrs. Smith with the one and only Donald Glover and Maya. And they added some more people to the cast. Um, Michaela Cole, John Turturro, and Paul Dano. Like, I'm sorry, could this cast get more stacked? I'm so confused. And this is on Amazon, right? Like, go Amazon. Yeah. I'm thrilled. I haven't seen um, Michaela Cole in a while. And then I saw this news. And then I also saw that she was hanging out with Dua Lipa. Okay. I did not see that news. What an iconic duo. (laughs) So anyways, good to see her. I I hadn't realized that she was kind of like underground either until... The ca- this casting so yeah mm-hmm. i'm really happy about that disney plus dropped the first teaser for hocus pocus 2 yeah it was fine you know <laughs> it's it's a te- not much like was going on but was it one of those just like fake teaser kind of things where it like there's it's no- like word art <laughs> yeah exactly no it actually it kind of set up like there's like these teen girls that like trigger do like a you know like those devil like sleepover games kind of thing with the mm-hmm. black flame candle, and then the witches like come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so you actually saw the like the three the Sanderson sisters they are all there. So. Oh, okay, that's fun. So yeah, it was definitely it wasn't just like showing us an animation of the title. So that's good. That's great. Getting to, like, see their costumes and, like, kind of what they'll look like. That's fun. Yeah. They were in it really, really short at the very end. But we still got them. So that was... It was fun. Um, Something I saw that I thought was fun, even though I'm not an active watcher, is that they're doing Love Island USA for Peacock. And... Which I had never heard about, I don't think... But they announced that Sarah Hyland is going to be the new host of it. Oh, wait. Now that yeah. I'm saying this, there who was the last host? It was one of my favorite Vine stars, Ariel Vangenberg. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, I like as I was saying that, I was like, no, wait. Something's coming back to me. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I never watched it, but it was kind of a big get for her. And now it's almost funny that Peacock actually has a more famous host for this version, you know, but she actually, Ariel posted about it this week. I totally forgot about that, but she, she was like, I'm like really sad because this was like the most fun job ever, but I'm really happy because I'm friends with Sarah Highland and I'm so happy for her. So it was a cute, cute. it was, yeah, it was a really cute post, but um, yeah, very interesting, very interesting and very fun when like, obviously her partner Wells is bachelor nation and so it's really fun casting i think it's pretty brilliant and i mean honestly that is like truly one of the best jobs 
be a host. Like, I don't, I haven't watched Love Island, but I know that the host is not the focal point of the show. Like how yeah. you, like you probably like Ariel and her boyfriend, another vine icon, Matt Cutchell, they, they <laughs> would just like be on the Island and like the resort for most of the time. And then she would like come and do host stuff a couple of times. That's what it looked like. And I was like, that's the best job Dream I've job. ever heard of. <laughs> so, yeah. and I wonder, I hope like Wells will be on it. Cause they're cute together. They are so cute. Is he allowed to be on it? If he's like, Tied to know. the Bachelor franchise? That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that the Time Traveler's Wife was canceled on HBO. We never knew ye. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because another piece of time traveling news is that there's another... There's a limited series in the works at Netflix with... um. Gemma Chan and Sean Levy called The Moon Represents My Heart. It's from like a book. Oh, cool. And it's also about time travel? Yes. It's a story about a British Chinese family with the secret ability to time travel. And I just thought that that was funny timing. Like one time traveling show gets canceled. Another one begins. (laughs) Well, and it's funny, too, because now I'm also remembering how you were talking about in your top three how About Time should have a series. And I'm like, all these other shows, and really, they're not making the one time travel show that they should be making, but whatever. Right? And it's funny because I'm actually reading a book that I've got 50% of the way in without realizing that the book is about time traveling. (laughs) And now, right now, I'm like, oh. So I just feel like maybe I should watch The Time Traveler's Wife because... I feel like it's everywhere around me right now. You should. Yeah. Time travel is having a moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. RIP and sorry to um, time traveler's wife, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rose Leslie and Theo James. I feel like Theo James might be cursed a little bit. Like everything Too hot he for does. his own good. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so hot and I feel like he's charming too. And mm-hmm. Like, why does everything he do fail? It's ever since he (laughs) died in his one episode of Downton Abbey. Iconic death. (laughs) And ever since, like, they never even finished the Divergent movie series. Remember that? That Mm -hmm. is a flaw up. So funny. And apparently he quit a popular show to be in Time Traveler's Wife. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's sad. I feel sad for him. Anyway. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to combine two little tidbits I saw about Star Wars stuff into one. And one is that I read that um, that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I just thought this was interesting. They announced that it actually would have been a trilogy, like a movie trilogy in the theaters. But the, the Han Solo movie flopped. And so they turned this into a series instead. And I was like, we actually got the better deal, I think, personally. I wouldn't need that to be three movies. It's better as a show. Yeah, what? No way. Yeah. Yeah, it's not shocking. But three and then movies. The, like, I I don't know. I don't think enough happens in that show for three movies. That's so interesting. Very wild. But then the other piece of Star Wars TV news 
I saw was that the showrunner for the Diego Luna Andor series that is coming out later this year, he teased that there will be a five-year narrative structure because the scale of the show is huge, he says. So that seems like a big, hefty promise to say at the beginning, especially for a character that is not nearly as well-known as, like, Obi-Wan, for example. But maybe he's thinking it's, like, the next Mandalorian or something. Yeah, and I mean, a lot more to work with since there's so much you can do with this character since they're we don't know that much about them. Yeah, it's true. They're not locked in um, to a specific timeline mm-hmm. story. Exactly. So yeah, very interesting. interesting. I mean, more Diego Luna for me. I'm not like complaining. Yeah, you're not mad. I was just surprised, but sure. I'll take it gladly. Take it. Thank you. Um, my last piece of news is that they announced that Kate Winslet is going to star and produce in another HBO limited series called Trust, Ooh. which is based on a novel by Hernan Diaz. I don't know a single thing about it, but I just thought it was interesting. I think she liked the TV world and is coming back. I'm on board and I don't know anything about that at all. I didn't even hear that, but I stand. <laughs> my last piece of news is that those crazy duffer brothers they announced that the final season of stranger things the next season will have shorter episodes except for the series finale duffer brothers say so (laughs) that was annoying to me and i just wanted to say it that's really interesting i wouldn't the fact that they even need to clarify that Exactly. I'm happy about the shorter, but okay. I'm happy about the shorter episode length for the other ones, I guess. But the, I feel like they're being kind of like, oh, you hated these long episodes so much. Well, fine. We'll make them shorter, but the series finale is going to be five hours long. (laughs) And it's just like, I don't know. There's just like something weird about that to me. We will come back to stranger things when we talk about the last two episodes. But I think we should talk about I Love That For You first. I agree. Okay. Stranger Things is being put on hold. We'll come back to duke it out with the Duffer Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a bone to pick with you. Just kidding. I actually don't. I Well, ooh. All right. We watched I Love That For You, which is TV show on Showtime that was created by Vanessa Bayer, who we know and love from SNL. And the plot of the show is based on her real life. It is? Which I, yes. I, I learned know that. listening to her on Conan's podcast. <gasps> Oh, wow. I'm going to have to listen to that. So the plot of the show is about a woman who had leukemia as a child and she like loved watching the Home Shopping Network. And then she tries out to be a Home Shop Shopping Network um, host and like gets this dream job and what her life is like working at Home Shopping Network. In real life, 
Vanessa did have leukemia as a child and loved the Home Shopping Network. And apparently her and her family did, they like loved kind of like milking her leukemia to like get free stuff and like get special treatment. And like she talks about this on the podcast and it's really funny. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to listen to that. And I I literally never knew she had leukemia. I know. That's wild. And then she grew up to be on SNL and like be a comedian. That's like beautiful. special? Yes. Wow. So I, uh, I thought that was really fun. And for our top three this week, we are saying three TV shows that we could go on the Home Shopping Network and sell to the community of the Home Shopping Network viewers because these are shows that we are always selling to people and basically begging for people to watch. Um, Jordan, what's your first one? My first one. It's actually funny. Actually, you should also, while we're listing off, this is coming out of left field. Okay. But while you're listing, while we're listing these off, we should use a line or two that to like sell them. Like, how would you sell this show on the Home Shopping Network? Okay. Okay. Or what's your line that you usually use to sell to someone to watch this show? I love it. Um, and it's funny because the way I picked mine, it's like one of them I know that me and Taylor both are always trying to sell to people for sure. And the other two are ones I always try to sell to Taylor. <laughs> oh my gosh, perfect. <laughs> the first one that I just always am trying to get people to watch. And I have sold people on it and they all no one's ever regretted it is Orphan Black. And the line I would use to sell or that I have used in would use for orphan black is that it's like every genre at once like oh you want like a mystery oh you want action oh you want horror oh you want comedy oh you want like the best acting you've ever seen in your entire life by a single person playing 50 different characters that all are always talking to each other how about orphan black (laughs) (laughs) have i got the show for you you came to the right place (laughs) <laughs> and it's on Prime, the thing everyone has, whether they want it or not. <laughs> whether they want it or not. <laughs> that should be their tagline. Uh, cue uh, Bo Burnham's Jeffrey Bezos song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, okay, fine. I'm sold. That it's. I'm picturing on... Um, I love that for you. The screens they watch as sales go up and up, you know, or down, down, down. Uh-huh. That's exactly uh, it. Love it. Um, okay. One of mine is, um, especially recently, Hacks. I mm. literally can't recommend it to people enough. The amount of people that come to me and are like, what show should I watch? What show should I watch? I'm like, well, have you watched Hacks yet? Have you watched Hacks yet? Mm-hmm. Because this show literally is for everyone. Yes. All ages, all walks of life can love and appreciate Hacks. It's Agreed. a brilliant, funny, touching show. That's, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's not niche. I feel like it's, um, and it's also like, it leans positive while still having some like dark humor. So like literally mm-hmm. there's something for everybody. Yes. Wow. 
it's like <laughs> it's like when they have like um i really just like i i was so fascinated by i love that for you because home shopping networks are fascinating and it was so fun to see that and so i'm just thinking about when it's like people tag teaming selling something like they're you're, so it's like i'm like i'm like yeah and it's also great because of this <laughs> i mean that's basically what this podcast is right yeah it really is <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny uh that's the perfect answer and it is sometimes i actually panic when someone's like oh what's a good recommendation of a show i should watch and i'm like uh uh like it's like i kind of have a blank brain i'm like i don't know any mm-hmm. tv shows i don't have a podcast about tv or anything <laughs> I don't watch a show, a season of TV at least a week. Yeah, sometimes like three. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that hacks is for sure. It's just like, it's a flawless recommendation. So great answer. Thank you. Um, my second one, uh, it's a little bit of a harder sell, but it is Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a harder sell because it is longer. It is from the era of TV when seasons were long and episodes are also long, but it's JJ Abrams. That is a big selling point. The cast is amazing. Who doesn't love? Everyone loves Carrie Russell. Have you ever heard of anyone who doesn't like Carrie Russell? I no haven't. Well, she's perfect. Um, the boys are so cute in it. Everyone loves Scott Foley. Except in this, he is not the best boy to choose. It's Scott Speedman. And the cameos are, like, out of this world. And just a classic drama that is focusing on love triangles. And sometimes that's what you need. And it's the kind of show that feels like fall. So if you've, if you've watched Gilmore Girls 50 times, like we all have, but you need a fall time show, Felicity. Felicity. Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> Wait, where do we watch Felicity if uh, we wanted to? Do you know? It's one of those ones that kind of changes, but mm, I think yeah, it's on it's Hulu right now. Bouncing around. Yeah, it used to be on Netflix. Now it's on Hulu. Okay, my second one is, um, here's my pitch. Do you want to understand me and my own personal humor? Then have I got a show for you. (laughs) It's called, I think you should leave. (laughs) It's got everything from hot dogs to Garfield. Literally has all of my favorite people in one show, AKA John and Kate and more. And it's just like, I want to quote it every day, all day, but I know that not enough people know what I'm talking about to do so. So, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! And also, you could you could sell it on HSN so perfectly with a Dan Flashes shirt and do like a flash sale and like watch this show, and at the end of it, you'll receive a free Dan <laughs> Flashes shirt. Call now to receive. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so. Well, yeah, that's a, such a brilliant answer because also more people really need to watch it. And I think if you haven't watched it yet, you would be so surprised at how often people are quoting it and you mm-hmm. never knew. Yeah. Oh. Um, If you had to pick one sketch that is the one that like speaks to you the most and you think about <laughs> and like relate to oh, the no. most. 
I have one while you're thinking. Mine, my favorite one of all time, it's so hard to choose, but my favorite one is the one where Patty, no one laughs at Patty's joke at work. <laughs> and it's so, like, it's so funny. It's the funniest thing in the Christmas world. I think came I've watched early. it 50 times. It's so funny. Honestly, oh. the, right now, and has probably been the strongest one for me that I, like, think about nonstop is the um, meeting at lunch. And so he puts yes. the hot dog in his sleeve because I truly <laughs> do think that it is should be illegal to set a lunchtime meeting. Ugh. And anytime it happens, I'm just like, they haven't watched. I think you should leave. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. <sighs> All right. Wow. What's your last one? My last Sell one it to me is. Well, this is the one that we really could have our oh, own yeah, show. Oh, yeah, that we both like. Okay. Yes, and that is Search Party. Yep. I feel like... And we have successfully sold this to a lot of people, actually. Um, And I think it's another one where it's like, if you don't understand this show, you don't understand me. I question your, ju- your uh, taste, and I question your sense of humor. And I really know that, okay, well, I guess I I can't be myself around you if you don't understand this show. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of this um, Today's Home Shopping Network, this is actually a pretty threatening episode, and I do apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> Calling people out. But it's true. Um, my last one, I really doesn't need my help, but I would say... It's probably been the biggest cause that I've cared for, cared about in a really long time because <laughs> I'm just nonstop talking about it and selling it, even to the people who have watched it. <laughs> and it's Succession. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping that's where that was going because it's so true. <laughs> and still not enough people have watched it. Not enough people have watched it. And if anybody ever tries to tell me it is anything but the best show to ever exist, they better watch it again. <laughs> Where, where's the lie? That's only, you're just spitting facts. Yeah. Oh, our you. number ones are like angry. <laughs> this started out fun and it ended up a little scary. Which is funny because it's kind of the opposite of the home shopping network vibe, but yeah. Oh, well. What we learned is that it's actually the same as a network like that's vibe just underneath the acting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, fun. How did you like I Love That For You? I had an amazing time watching it. I thought it was so fun. It, it's one of those ones that really breezes by like it's such a quick watch because it's really fun and mm-hmm. the characters were all fun I laughed several times and I I mean I'm just a sucker too for like any kind of behind the scenes show like that because I'm sure they had they did so much research to really be pretty accurate of what it's actually like filming the home shopping channels Yes, another thing that Vanessa said on Conan's podcast was that they did get to go to the Home Shopping Network headquarters oh and like gosh. meet some of the hosts and like follow them around a little bit. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I had a hunch because I was like, you can't, these days you can't just make it up. Like you have to mm-hmm. know. And so 
I'm obsessed with that. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. I felt like, um, I mean, the cast is so freaking good. Obviously we said Vanessa Bayer. She was so great. I loved seeing Molly Shannon because you can 100% see someone who's like a star of the home shopping network where it's like, I might not have any idea who they are, but like they are a huge deal to certain, like to the people that actually see these channels, you know, mm-hmm. um, her jackalopes. Yes. Her jackalopes. She was, I just, I loved, the, I loved her character. Um, I loved Matt Rogers. He was so great in this. Jennifer Lewis was amazing as yeah. the CEO. Um, the girl Punnam from Patel. special. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She I was, was so happy she to was, see her again. Yes. She was one of my favorite characters though. The whole time I loved her. She was so funny. Um, it was great. It was one of those things too, where like from the first episode, you know, you're going to, as they introduce these characters, I was like really excited because I knew I was going to get to know them each a little better as the show went on. And I was Mm -hmm. like eager for that to happen because they set up some really funny personalities and I really enjoyed it. Good. I'm so glad you liked it. I started watching this as an extracurricular and then I was like, we have to talk about this on the podcast because I'm like dying to talk about it with Jordan. And um, just from the first episode, I was like, okay, I can tell that like this was made by an single older woman. Like the first episode like really hit home for me. And like, I don't necessarily even think that that was like a theme throughout the rest of the season, but just mm-hmm. like the very first episode kind of hit me like that. And I just really enjoyed that and thought that her storyline was so funny. And like, she honestly isn't like that like likable as a character. And so I thought that was also really funny. Like, honestly, Molly Shannon's character was probably my favorite character and like the most quote unquote likable. Mm-hmm. Um, but every single character was like so perfect. Like I didn't hate anyone. I mean, uh, I guess I didn't like uh, the mean Beth. girl. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she, even her, I was like, it was funny. And like, I still feel like her character was like developed enough that like her terribleness made sense, you know? Yes. And I liked that we, um, we didn't only see her in scenes like being mean to Vanessa Bayer's character. Like we also saw her friendship with Matt Rogers and like, so she was like a, yeah, you're like what you just said. Like she was pretty surprisingly well-developed for someone who's like, she was still pretty one note, but we did see, we learned other things about her. Mm-hmm. and that was cool um my, i think my the only thing that i didn't that i i was almost kind of bored by was the vanessa bayer's love story i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't buy it really i was kind of like she is she's like so awkward that i i don't know i i don't this it needed to be drawn out more like maybe into season two for my in my opinion and it was barely developed at all and so I felt like I could almost do without it entirely, but that honestly, that's kind of my, that's like my only complaint, but I stand by it. Yeah. I would agree with that. Like I, I just like couldn't believe their love story at all because to me, it seemed like he was like a very normal guy that was like really Mm -hmm. good at his job. And so it was hard for me to believe that like he would 
maybe he'd have a crush on her, but like to fall for her that quickly and to like be that kind of manipulated didn't seem yes realistic at all. And mm-hmm. it still didn't make sense even at the end to me. No. And I felt like they like went on a date and then I felt like almost the next episode, it was like suddenly very serious. And I was really thrown off by that. Like the, it wasn't really developed at all. And I totally agree that like, I can see him like wanting to be her friend, but in this very first season, I just didn't believe that any way that he would ever be romantically interested in her. Like no offense yeah. to her, but she was just like, she's very weird around him. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be creeped out if I were him. Like, I just didn't, I didn't buy that. And I can see him like really liking her and respecting her and her, liking her positivity and everything and how she is like super unique. But they made her be so weird around him that I was like put off by it almost. Yeah. Like, I think it could have been better had the sexual tension just been building throughout the season. Yeah. And maybe they got together at the very end. But like, I felt like with Jason Schwartzman little <laughs> scenes like that enough that was like enough for me as far as like showing her um that side of her like yeah her relationship side of her um we didn't need the love story even though I just think I guess a show always needs a love story apparently but I would all, I would like her to maybe have kind of an unrequited crush on mm-hmm. him but it needed a lot more build up I was like Okay, this is, they just, it almost felt like it was tacked on because everything else was so good. Um, Like, even in, like, the last two episodes, other characters hook up that I was, like, they had way more chemistry and I was, like, kind of thrilled. <laughs> I was, like, kind of thrilled by it. Yeah. And um, it's funny because I felt nothing. I, I felt uncomfortable by, like, Vanessa Bayer's love story. Like, I, I didn't like yeah. it at all. <laughs> Yeah, I think that is valid criticism, and I agree. I wanted to like his character because he was really cute. Like, he, they always talk about how hot he is, and they're right. He's hot. But, like, they needed to make him weirder. I think they, they tried to make him kind of weird so they because they, like, like similar things. But every other character in the show, even um, Jennifer Lewis's character, they had weirder things than him. He was just – he was kind of flat overall we never got any of his background like why was he there how long had he been there what were his like career goals like Mm -hmm. what even brought him to the home shopping network that isn't the home shopping network but I can't remember what it's actually called you know (laughs) I agree but everything else I really loved I it was almost reminding me at some points of Abbott Elementary because it was like very sweet Mm -hmm. and like a fun workplace comedy with like goofy characters, you know? Yeah. And so I was almost surprised at how um, endearing it was because it, it was showtime. So I was kind of expecting it to like um, have like more darkness to it. And it, I mean, it inherently does because like it is, it's a lot about cancer. But yeah, the characters were like very generally good people. And like it was, I don't know, it was like a very, it was like an uplifting watch. Yeah. That's a good observation i agree with that too yeah i loved it and i mean i say it's worth watching or downloading showtime and subscribing or 
using that temporary one month trial or something. Mm-hmm. It's I great. agree. It was fun. Really fun. All right. Should we talk about part two of Stranger Things? Um, This goes without saying, but there will be spoilers. It's part. It's two episodes at the end of a season of a show <laughs> of a season four. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it by now, I think you're probably not interested in ever watching it. So mm-hmm. is my guess. So I saw someone post something somewhere about how it's lazy to complain about how long something is. And, you know, I genuine, mm. I generally agree, but the length of these episodes are just so long that I can't think about anything else. And I feel like I'm an old woman who's like asking to like talk about Gen X or something, Gen Z. <laughs> I just like I understand how old I sound but they really were so unnecessarily long and really not that much happened like especially that first episode literally nothing happened I literally I wrote they get weapons steal an RV drop off kids at the house 11 escapes gets picked up by the crew that took me about five minutes that would take about five minutes to show on screen almost all of it could have been a montage with yes. no dialogue of just music playing. I think they really just did themselves a disservice because I think they lost the momentum they'd been building with part one. And then it's like, I, I don't know. And then it just drops you right back in. And I, I don't know. I had zero momentum watching it. I couldn't, I couldn't really get into it. And honestly too, it made a lot of the, I mean, I'm not made of stone. A lot of the emotional things I did like, feel like oh like I felt something while watching it but I think I would have been way more into it in every way if they hadn't done this in two separate drops Mm -hmm. yeah I I completely agreed well while watching it I was just like I'm so confused why they didn't just drop this all at the same time because I think it Mm could have been more consistent and coherent I guess here's okay these last two episodes in particular it felt like they had specific big moments they wanted to have. Um, Eleven making the lab ex- or that place explode and the helicopters mm-hmm. and all that. That was cool. Yeah. That moment, the guitar solo thing. Like they had these moments and, and then they just kind of like, okay, and now let's have stuff happen around that. That's how I felt. Yeah, I agree. There was that like more montagey part, uh, like when like everyone is in some sort of uh, situation where they're about to die. I was like, oh, like this is good because it's like we're seeing everybody, like little bits of everybody, really quickly, and mm-hmm. it's like was a quick montage, and I felt like that was the most effective ten minutes of the entire two and a half hours. And yeah, yeah. I, and I'm kind of confused. Like, so Max is alive. I was disturbed when she was like, I can't see anything. I was like, oh my gosh, this is horrifying to see. Well, I was like, okay, but should she be more worried about her arm and leg that popped into the wrong way and her bones oh completely shattered? Seeing would be my horrifying. last worry because Ugh. at least that wouldn't hurt. 
she said something like she couldn't feel anything. I feel like she was like, I can't see. And like, she had her eyes all bloody and backwards. And like, and it, she said something else too, but I was just like, had chills kind of. So I guess that was well, effective. I was, I was also confused why Eleven didn't like explain to everyone what happened in there. Like she talked to her, like she was like helping. She tried to save Max. Like, why mm-hmm. didn't she tell everyone what she saw? She acted like she was, like, so shocked that Max was even in the hospital. And it felt weird to me. Mm. I just feel like, I don't know, like, are other people watching this and understanding everything? Like, could they retell everything that happened? Because I watched this, it's technically only two episodes, and I couldn't really tell you all the things that happened. Like, is that just me? (laughs) like i'm really confused i i don't know i just i don't feel like there's a lot of substance here and i feel kind of like i'm taking crazy pills and like i i just it's so hard for me to get into stranger things anymore and i feel but like everyone is so excited about it Mm -hmm. you know but i don't feel like there's a lot of depth and the characters are good the characters are great the casting was incredible but yeah, I just, I don't think there's a lot of depth. I'm a little bit confused on like what I'm supposed to be getting out of it and the time commitment is just so much. Mm. And like, again, I just felt like we were seeing things that we did not need to see. For example, this, I don't, this scene really bothered me when Hopper and what's her name? Winona Ryder. Joyce. Yeah. Joyce. Or, like, in that room, changing into their, like, matching clothes. And this is before they get together. And, like, Joyce is changing. And it, like, shows her in her bra for, like, a very long time. And I was like, oh, her and Hopper are going to have sex right now. They didn't. She put her shirt on (laughs) and then, like, walked over to him. And then they, like, have a conversation. And then they, like, do lightly kiss. But... I was like, why did we need to see her in her bra? Like, that was so unnecessary. It's just one more thing that I just wish they would, like, edit. Yes. I I don't know. Okay, one other thing. They Do, they, do we have to hear over and over that Hopper lost weight? They said it, like, 50,000 times. And I was like, we know, okay? Honestly, if they'd shaved his head and he hadn't lost a pound, he would have looked hot. So I was I was so annoyed by the end. I was like, okay, stop. It's so annoying. Okay, that's really interesting because I clearly wasn't even paying attention because I never even heard them ma- say that. Because you would have and heard, my, you would have noticed that, you know, because it's like my only note peeve. was is Hopper's body photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was so gosh. confused. And it was also kind of weird because it wasn't like that was scattered throughout. It was, I feel like, and suddenly they all started commenting on it. Like, he, I think it was part, like, right before they, like, hooked up or something, he was like, oh, like, I guess it's, that's the one good thing about being stuck in a Russian prison. And it's like, okay, that's bad. And then, like, when they come home, Eleven's like, you're not fat anymore. And, like, everyone says, <laughs> they like, almost every character had something to say about, like, whoa, yay, wow, blah, blah. 
The only good thing I liked was when they were talking about, um, he was talking to Eleven and like about his shaved head and he's like, I stole your look. That was cute. That's that was all cute. they needed I to that. say. Yeah. That was the only thing. But everything else I was like, I guess that is true 80s nostalgia because all they did was make jokes about fat people. <laughs> yeah. Good. Great point. Maybe I'm just, I'm not, I don't understand, but I was really annoyed by that. And so that is a soapbox moment. There you have it. My soapbox moment is it feels like anytime they have the opportunity, they will talk about how weird Eleven is. Like the outside world just doesn't get her. She's just so weird. And like, it's, she's so special and weird. And I'm like, she's not weird. Like, what about her is actually technically weird other than like, yeah, she has superpowers, but like, and maybe I talked about this with like the bullying stuff, but like, it just never made sense because she dresses normal. Mm-hmm. Like she does have like a shaved head, I guess, but she didn't even have a shaved head at that point. No, like, not at like the roller rink. I mean, I guess like she talks a little kind of like stilted, like she, but it's not like I don't know. They're, but again, because isn't the whole point that, that like weird. they're all weird? Like they're you know what I mean? So yes. it's, it's kind of actually it is kind of um, lazy maybe for like Mike and the other kids to be like, oh, she's like the weirdest person. I'm like, I thought you all were claim to be weirdos you know mm-hmm. like eddie's weirder than her <laughs> <laughs> i agree oh man um the one one moment that i i did think was really cute was i liked like the jonathan will brotherly moments i know you i know you hate jonathan we we each have our least favorite characters taylor's is jonathan mine is nancy i just <laughs> roll my eyes at nancy like the whole time i just can't stand her but whatever and, like, Mike and Will in the car when Will is, like, talking about his painting and, like, talking, not revealing that these are his feelings for Mike and talking about Mike and Eleven. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was actually really sweet. And I, I thought that that was a good moment. I agree. That was one of my favorite moments of the part two. Also, um, I was really confused because the last in part one and now we're just getting into the nitty-gritty so i know it's time to wrap up but (laughs) i was so confused because i thought they were in like alaska when they were in like quote-unquote russia and then this time they were talking about how they were like in russia and i was so confused and excuse me that's so confusing i yeah i was so confused yeah because i thought they were in alaska too Maybe I'm just dumb, but like the way they were talking, they kept saying like, oh, I flew all the way to Russia. And I was like, I thought you were in Alaska. Like, I really, (laughs) I was so confused. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's not all my fault. If I don't know where, what's happening, I feel like it's not all on me. Partly, yes, it's on me, but not all of it. Not all of it interesting i don't like to be to like feel like a party pooper you know yeah and i i everyone can like what they like i think it's just one of those times where i'm confused because i like to like popular things and i i don't i don't like this there you have it (laughs) 
Yeah, I completely agree. It's not, and like, I feel like I'm being maybe overly negative to compensate, overcompensate for the amount of positive mm. it gets on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, I do still think that it is an interesting story that is still like visually interesting. Um, but I just think, I think I see the potential of what it could be and just know that it could be better with a couple hours cut out of each episode. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've seen it. We've season one to me was amazing. I, I loved it. I should rewatch it maybe and maybe help myself love stranger things again. I just feel like I, I mean, we've said it already. I watch this and I feel emotions every once in a while but i don't feel like there's a lot of substance and it annoys me will i still watch and see how they wrap it up in season five yeah i'll be there the last season i'll watch it it is funny that they like broke it into two volumes and like they didn't even kill vecna no once that earthquake thing started happening i was like what in the world? Why is this happening now? It made no sense. They saved two of the biggest things to happen in the last episode. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we killed Vecna. Just kidding. He's gone. Like they should have they should have ended the episode with him missing after they pushed him out of the house and he was on the ground. Personally. I the agree. whole earthquake thing was weird. I that's just another one of the things that I I didn't really understand. Yeah, I was very confused. I don't know if I'm if I feel let down by a show. A lot of times it is because like the coolness of it, like the effects and things going on, didn't match up to like the a plot, and that's kind of how I felt with this. Yeah. Like there were some times when I was like, wow, how did they film this? Like even with CGI, like it's pretty crazy all the times that Vecna's like lifting up all the kids. Like I-, I was like, wow, this looks like this looks really good. And this is like yeah. it's really creepy looking. But I didn't feel anything in my heart. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all that being said. Speaking of feeling nothing, crush of the week. (laughs) Mine was Matt Rogers. He is so cutie. And I loved, this was kind of, other than Fire Island, this, oh, I guess he, he, I think, I guess he was in Shrill and like Search Party. But like, I think they were like one-off, like small parts. Yeah, I didn't know him then. Yeah, like this was my first real um introduction to like seeing him as an actor mm-hmm. and he was so good and I really liked him I was gonna pick him too oh you can pick him he deserves it out of every I didn't have a crush on anyone else he was really good and it it is funny too because like he's so I know he's so funny but his character really was more than just like hilarious um him trying to return that bag it was so i I felt true stress his character could have 
it could have just been like oh he's kind of like the rude assistant but like Mm -hmm. he really was so much more than that and he was really good at conveying a lot of emotions and like his thoughts without having any lines like him talking to beth ann and him like being like okay she's like literally not even listening to a word i'm saying you know like Mm -hmm. he had like this whole internal um like thing going on inside him that i could like see happening but he was not saying any words like that's yeah i was very impressed yeah and like he even like he would treat joanna kind of like mean because he like knew he had to because she was the newbie but then you Uh could also tell that sometimes he really liked her and like they like had a little bit like they had some fun together and like so he wasn't just like the like evil assistant to the ceo that like Mm -mm. gatekeeped her and like um had some power struggles like he was really fun too and had like actual relationships with a lot of the characters mm-hmm. which made it more fun when he was mean to them and more exactly. rewarding. Yes. Yeah, they I um I really hope they do another season cuz they're him paired with Vanessa Bayer were some of my funniest little moments. They were so funny mm-hmm. and how they both love Ryan Philippi so like that and they're yes. like it was just really and and also it was funny because he's like kind of begrudgingly bonding with her you know and like mm-hmm. it was just yeah it was good his character was one of the best characters for sure totally i agree we love you matt rogers all right well there you have it a show we love a show we don't but still watch there you have it Next week, we plan on watching Bear. I think it's just called Bear. I should know because I actually have literally been watching it. I can't. Re- well, it's so funny, too, because like, I was just I was just about to call it Chef. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that was wrong. That's a movie. <laughs> the Bear. The Bear. Yeah, I'm excited. I have been seeing so many people talking about it. So I'm excited. I haven't started it yet. It's good. I'm only two episodes in, but really enjoying it so far. I'm excited to watch it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.